At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. As long as we play our game, there isn't a, there isn't a team in this division that is, can even sniff where we are talent-wise, even with what what i would consider decent enough play at the quarterback position right um you know john uh john chapman of 49ers rush tweeted out before the game who's going to show up tonight a good jimmy b bad jimmy and i i replied and i said c decent enough jimmy and that's exactly who we got but mm-hmm. that's uh, but that's also all that this team needs with this defense is just for jimmy garoppolo to manage the game You'd like to see him put up more than 17 points. As you pointed out, Al, in the last two games, the offense has scored 27 points total. Mm-hmm. Not great. But at the same time, he start, it feels like he's starting to get his feet underneath him, starting to find some rhythm. Last night's offense looked a lot more like a Jimmy Garoppolo-designed offense than the offense that they that they rolled out in Denver. And I think I think that had everything to do with transitioning away from what you built for Trey Lance and, and trans- transitioning back to what you know for Jimmy Garoppolo. And it showed, you know, they, they threw more than I anticipated, but he, for the most part, was on the money. You know, obviously he missed some throws. That, that Debo touchdown, that was all Debo. You know, in the, in the postgame presser, he did say, I saw the guy crashing, so I threw high. But I'm also like, but you throw high even when you don't see people crashing. So I'm like, eh, maybe. But regardless, <laughs> he played well enough to win. And, and honestly, at this point, that's really all we can ask, right? I almost tweeted out, Jimmy Garoppolo did exactly what you want your second-string quarterback to do. He managed the game, and he got the win, right? So, hey, kudos to him. Uh, I, I don't really have a whole lot negative to say, uh, and, and I don't think there is anything negative that should be said, right? Really, it's let's focus on the, on the positives. There are some things that need to be worked on, but let's focus on the positives uh, and specifically – as we have to open the show, that defense is just so fun to watch. 
Yeah, I, I tweeted out right before because it's funny. I have a knack for this, just tweeting out something and like either I'm right on the money or the exact opposite thing happens. So I tweeted out right before Devo's touchdown that this offense is just, it's just really boring right now. They hadn't targeted the Kittle at all, and that's to me. So like I know that they won, and and I and I don't want to nitpick at stuff because it was such an impressive win to me. It was a championship level win. Honestly, that's what it felt like. Felt like you know 2019 all over again. You're going to hear that a lot from a lot of people this week that it felt like 2019 all over again. But it really did feel like a signature win for this team early on in the season because now you're alone atop the NFC West with two winnable games coming on the road before KC comes here and you have a, a tough little stretch after that. But when it comes down to it, if they could ever figure it out on offense, they would be unbelievable. They would be absolutely unstoppable. And it's another game yet under 20 points. Al, we talked about this last week where it's been several games now where they have not going back to the playoffs last year where they have not scored 20 points. And I think that if there is one sort of critique I would have, it's, well, you know, the offense just needs to be able to carry their load a little bit more. And once they kind of hit their stride, and this is like a Kyle Shanahan team sort of thing, right? Every year that he's been here, they've started slow with the exception of 2019. And, you know, I feel like that this offense, guys need to be able to have reps with each other to be able to gel, specifically because they don't play a lot in the preseason anyways. So they, they essentially use like regular season games to get the reps in. So it's not a surprise to me that they're starting slow and I'm not really concerned about it. But Brian, like you said, like this is a Jimmy Garoppolo game. This was like a quintessential Jimmy Garoppolo game where he missed some throws, missed some open guys, made enough throws, didn't make the crucial mistake and managed the game and, and they didn't you know, they, they didn't lose as a result. And I think that that's when he's at his best. And there were a couple plays like the, the throw to Kittle, like he had Ayuk open on that play as well, who just absolutely cooked Jalen Ramsey on that play. Oh my goodness. <laughs> fantastic route by him. And he yeah, cooked yeah. him. And, you know, he had Kittle open in the back of the end zone too. And that was a fantastic throw to Kittle. So I'm not going to knock him for that. But when it comes down to it, like, you know, I, I hope that they can kind of continue this level of play from the offense because it's good enough to win right now. Uh, because that defense is, like you said, just lights out. But Al disagrees. I'm going to just, I'm going to allow James, yeah, go finish your point, though, Zane. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I know that, I know that you're, you, you might disagree, but I think that, like, like I said, you're getting Elijah Mitchell back at some point in the season, right? Mm-hmm. You're getting your number one running back back at some point in the season. You are getting Trent Williams back at some point this season. And you did this with a Patrick offensive line. Burford exited the game because, I mean, I, I can only assume that free shot that Aaron, Aaron Donald had on Jimmy early on in the game, maybe maybe because of that. I'm not sure what the injury situation with Burford. I don't, I don't know if you guys he came back. He, yeah, came, he played the whole second half. half. Yeah, I think they were just inserting Brunskill a little bit to get him time. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I saw Brunskill come in, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice after that. So uh, Aaron Banks was really good. Michael Glitchy had a, sh- a clean sheet for the second straight game. So, again, behind a patchwork offensive line, once they get their all of their guys back, and Kittle wasn't even involved. He had – he had – just a couple of targets, like the most of the, most of the time they're run blocking. So once they get that all sorted out, I feel like it'll be a, a better version of what you see now. So it's good enough to win now, but I feel like there's a lot of room for improvement. So go ahead, Al. Yeah, I, I definitely have some different takes on this, but before I do, I want to let you know that support for the No Huddle podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. 
Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NOHUDDLE at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 12 million balls. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOHUDDLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% free shipping at manscaped.com with the code NOHUDDLE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, so here's what I'm going to disagree with you guys a little bit here. I will agree on the old line. And we, we kind of talked about this in one of the other shows where like the, the sky's falling with the old line and then all of a sudden they have backup tackles and they're fine. Like we saw it last year, we saw it in 2019, right? Like they kind of make seem to make it work. The running game is not at its peak right now, but I think overall the, they pass blocked very well last night. I think they kind of make it work. Here, here's my issue and here's where I'm nervous. And Zane, I think... It was a championship level defensive performance. Offense did everything they could to keep the Rams in the game. And yeah. when I'm looking big picture, that worries me. And let me tell you why. Because the Niners had a championship in their grasp in 2019. They were only able to score 20 points in the Super Bowl. They had what I thought would have been another championship in their grasp last year, but they were only able to score 17 points in the NFC championship game. Going back to last season now, 13 games, going back to last season, including the playoffs. Offense only scored, what, 17 points last night. They're averaging about 20 points a game. That's just not good enough over the last 13 games. And what last night was to me was Debo's, Debo put on your Superman cape. That's all it was. Kyle scripted a really good opening series. They went right down the field. And then after that, it was non-existent again. And you had you saw some things that are, again, in a game like this, when the defense plays like this, great. You're okay. But this isn't going to happen every week. We saw it at the with in last week. They got tired and they gave up a touchdown. That's going to happen. We saw it against Chicago. There were some plays that happened. The the broken play that happens. The offense has to step up. So you have the opening sequence last week, and then you have it was either a drive or two later. It looked like Jimmy threw to the back to the outside instead of inside to Warner. That's what it looked like. They miss a big play there. Juwan Jennings is wide open. Jimmy overthrows him. There's your frustration because I thought Kyle called some good plays there. We see he missed use check as well. He missed use check, yes, down the seam. And I know that yep. quarterbacks miss players every game, but it's kind of sure. kind of constant with this team that we're always seeing it. You have Kyle's conservatism, right? Conservative Kyle, third and one. Jimmy, the one thing I trust Jimmy to do is quarterback sneak, mm-hmm. and you don't do it. And I know, I know, he made a great throw to Kittle. I get it, and Kittle maybe got his foot. Whatever happened there, but then on fourth down and one, two run the ball, quarterback sneak it like like go like put your foot on the gas so what happens is again because this offense other than Debo being Superman didn't do anything and then where are we we are eight point lead with the Rams driving disaster right in a game that that you should have won by 50 points I felt like and then when I'm talking about Hufunga a different kind of player than we've seen makes the game changing interception for the touchdown so the defense bailed them out there but again that's not always going to happen. At some point, the offense has to make these plays or they're not going to win a championship. And I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to go through another season. And I, if you're, if you're a 49er fan who became a fan after the year 2000, you've known nothing but heartbreak, nothing. <laughs> you want to go through this again? Are you kidding me? Yeah. With all the kicks and the balls that they've had in the NFC championship game, every time they're there, it's or just excruciating. No, this offense needs to get their shit together. I'm sorry. And I, I'm sorry if I know everybody's got good vibes and I do too. I think this defense can carry them really, really far. The offense has to do their part if they want to be a championship team. I'm sorry. 
calling it like it is. They got to do their part. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. I, I have, I have, I just want to re- rebuttal real quick. So Al, so I think that the thing is, is that you have to think back to Kyle's tenure here. At what point has the offense ever carried the load for this team? Point, points. That's it. That's it. Maybe we talked about this last show, right? Like, or the last show that I was on, right? After the, 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 uh, the last win where they basically, uh, carried that that small load when Tart and and uh Quan Alexander were hurt for those those four to six games in twenty nineteen. That's it. Mm. The rest of the five plus years here, it's been the defense carrying the load. Robert Sala's unit first and now D'Amico Ryan. So I don't know if the offense will ever be able to consistently carry the load because I don't know if they're built that way. And given the quarterback situation, like look, like this is not like we have to understand this is not QB one that you're dealing with for the future. Like your QB one is sitting in a in a in a cast in a chair on crutches, right? That's the reality of it, right? You're operating with a placeholder here in every sense of the word. And I know that he's been here for five years and that he should know, but like, this is what it is at this point. He's not going to get any better, right? Like he is what he is at this point. And the, that's the unfortunate reality is that, that there is no other solution other than the defense has to ball out and the offense has to hang on for your life. The, the, the difference I see here that has to happen comes from Kyle and getting Guys like George Hill involved, where, like, I don't know if you guys saw the game on Sunday night where Patrick Mahomes for the entire first half was just targeting Travis Kelsey over and over and over again. He had eight targets in the first half and caught seven of them. Like, Kittle had one, he had one target basically in the third quarter. That was it. And he caught it for 20 yards. Kittle was either run blocking or running clear out routes for Debo all game. That's all he was doing. And when you have your all world tight end doing that, you can't like Brian Baldinger actually said the same thing. He put a tweet out really earlier today, kind of questioning the same thing. Like George Kittle is a fantastic player. He's an all world player. You can't have him run blocking and running decoy routes for other people. He mm-hmm. has to be a focus. You have to force feed him the ball. Even if you're giving him little screenplays, little dump offs and that you have to get him involved somehow. And that's where I think the change should be. Like I love Debo getting the ball. I love Ayo getting the ball. Look, there's only one ball to go around, right? Like some guys won't get it, but that to me should be the chance. You have to get him involved. You have to get force feed him the ball if you have to. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 